This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today. Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today. Welcome. This is Quick Take. I am your host, Susie, and I'm here with my friend, James. And I was singing a song before I came on and I'm not going to sing it again. But how are you, James? I am speechless. (laughs) Fair. It's always fun. We try to get our energy up by just being a little goofy, but we'll just continue it, it, it here. It's great. Yes, fantastic. fantastic. Yes. All right, so we're we're t- we're back to basics and we have yep. this series where we're really talking about important things for executives mm-hmm. that we just they become invisible almost because they just become just a part of the the job. Right. Yep. So yeah, and I think today we wanted to talk about you know, uh, when when we we do our day to day operation, when we're running the business, there's this unique balance between our ability to uh, manage uh, being uh, adaptive and and being uh, innovative and being and having a stable organization and and you know that a good leader has to discuss or, or deal with the fact that sometimes there needs to be this uh, this uh, you know cutting edge breakneck speed, and then at the same time there needs to be this foundational stability around that. And I think that it's worth discussing how leaders can balance the art of both innovation and stability in a real world uh, uh, environment. Um, This is a a topic I think that applies to most companies and most leaders. Certainly there are those, uh, those, those leaders that are all about breaking everything and, you know, break as much glass as possible. Um, I don't know that that's uh, really, uh, you know, typical, um, but I do think uh, there is uh, some value in discussing how you do both. Well, I concur completely. And from an executive coach perspective, some of the research around what followers need and leaders, one of the attributes is is stability. People need to understand that they are stable. So it's interesting to think about it from this lens too, is you need to help people through change and you need to help people through getting, thinking outside the box but how do you give them that sense of stability when they need it? So it'll be interesting if that has any kind of thread in what you're going to bring to the table today. Yeah, I think that when when we look at the reality is that, um, you know, while we do, even if you are a company who is an R&D shop or you're running an R&D shop or something that re- really focuses on that kind of innovation, there is an element of of stability that's important because we are ultimately managing people. And mm-hmm. I think that um, one of the, the the most important things, my first uh, recommendation is, you know, you need to be very adaptive um, and allow your teams to change between um, and, and uh, embrace the pivot. Because I think um, without that ability to uh, and creating a, a, a framework which allows that uh, that for them to be adaptive, they're not going to be able to uh, be as creative. And so um, you have to give them a way that they can be both um, consistent in what they're doing, but also creative in the way that they're thinking about things. And how do you do that? What's it, what's, what are techniques that you ensure that you're doing that? 
No, I think the, the most uh, uh, simple way I think about it is you need to consistently remind folks of, of the vision, create that stable foundation for them to be creative. I think that, um, you know, people who are uh, the most um, successful in thinking and doing things in different ways do have a foundation for which they can stand on and they feel comfortable in taking risks because there is a safety net. And I think that that um, that type of messaging and that create creation yeah. of that um, that that ecosystem is so important. Yeah. And even framing the conversation in that way to, to mm-hmm. really give the permission to people that there is a net, let's just go crazy mm-hmm. and really generate some amazing. Right. Thoughts. Right. All right. Yeah. And I, and, and I think the second one that I really like to talk about is having creating a risk um, appetite that is flexible because there are, um, look, I think if you think of the banking industry or maybe the healthcare industry, there is like a risk appetite, which is very consistent. You know, we, we are concerned with human life. We are concerned with, with, with money and there's going to be a a consistency there, but even within those ecosystems, you know, there are times in which risk can be uh, tolerated and higher risk. And so you want to create a world in which there are times where you can take risk and people know it. And there are times when they shouldn't take risk and they know it. And so um, a one size fits all to a risk appetite, I think it does not allow you to balance that um, that uh, innovation and uh, stability um, balance beam, if you will. And so creating a risk and contingency system that allows for flexibility based on certain circumstances and certain times, I think is really important to ensure your people feel like they can execute and be successful. Oh, that's a good one. I think that's a really good one. And and I think the other piece of it is how do you make sure it's one thing to say it, but then how do you really show them that risk is okay so that you catch yourself so that you don't react sometimes in a way that, that will send a separate message or a different message than that? You know, I think you have to do it up front and you have to create an environment where that's a conversation you're having often. Um, you know, I know we've, um, I've worked in places where, you know, the, there was a, a willingness to fail and that was consistently communicated and that allowed that to happen. Now, if, if you as a leader are okay with your team failing, but you never tell them that, then I doubt that they're going to take risks. Mm -hmm. So upfront, it's really great to say, Hey, on this program, let's try to push the envelope. I'm okay with some risk here. You know, this is an internal effort. There is a, Maybe, um, you know, this is a, an effort that we're trying to uh, explore different outcomes. You know, that conversation about risk uh, should happen up front. And I think it's something that that just really gives people the agency to to execute and, and be really uh, effective. Yeah, I think I completely agree. The agency, I love that that term for that. So what's your third? The third one is you have to create a, an adaptive uh, staffing model and to have resources, not only in, in, in staffing, but in, in resources in general that can adapt and be uh, uh, responsive to either, you know, a, a time when you're trying to be innovative or a time to be stable. And so that imagine, you know, you are in a, t- in a, in a phase where you're trying to explore and do something unique and you have your, uh, a lot of uh, focus on that. Maybe uh, your budget is focusing on that. Um, maybe you've got a lot of people working on that and they're over here. But if you suddenly find yourself in a, in a in a position where you have to pivot and you have some stability issues, you are having some change in the industry. Maybe there's a uh, uh, some sort of event that happens outside of the company. You need to be able to move and pivot in a really agile way. 
And so, you know, oftentimes we can, you know, quick get everybody to swarm on a particular issue, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, how do we effectively move uh, resources to uh, pivot to where you want to be without completely abandoning uh, your your, your plans and your strategy? And so that, that is a little more challenging than it sounds, but certainly going in with the mindset that, you know, this plan may change midstream yeah. allows you to be uh, maintain a more successful uh, footprint. Yeah. And then articulating that to the team too, so that they can really uh, right. get their head around it and feel okay. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of um, methods and systems around that that make sense, um, especially in the software space. You know, the agile software development practices are really driven and, and um, um, uh, focused on that. But I think the, a lot of those practices regular communications, consistent mm-hmm. reassessing of the priorities, um, you know, looking forward as well as looking back. Those are good rules and process, a, a good good steps that I think uh, enable any organization and any, any group or any department or any project to be able to balance that innovation and that stability uh, um, uh, challenge. Yeah. And I think too, just to add from a a coaching perspective, even asking the question, where are you on the scale of feeling Mm -hmm. unstable about all the changes that are going on? And even asking the question and having people kind of give themselves a rate, it could change every day. And it gives that, it's a language around that if you are concerned at all around that stability for the team. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's key to, to do that. And, and as you, um, you know, assess the risk appetite that really that second one, you know, I think it's important that that you make sure you have the right people on the team. Um, You know, there are people who want to break glass and then there are people who are so proud they've never broke glass. And so you have to, um, you have to be thoughtful there. Do you ever bring in people that are not from the team into a discussion to kind of change the balance of the dynamics of the people in the room? Yeah, I think that's always important. I think, you know, certainly if you have a team that has been working together for a long time and kind of, uh, feels like they've seen the writing on the wall. It's nice to have a different point of view. Um, it's uncomfortable oftentimes. Yeah. And and, um, and sometimes it's seen, you know, it's no different than, uh, you know, people bristle at bringing in a facilitator for an event or something. You know, we what? don't need somebody here. Um, you know that story. We've heard it a million times. <laughs> but I think it is great to get somebody to, to, have, to have that different point of view, yeah. to, to hear in a different way and speak in a different voice. And, and I think that those are always helpful. Yeah, I think we prove that every time we're here together because we have very, very different perspectives. That's exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> All right. So, what are the three? Go back through them. Yeah, I think the first and foremost is you have to um, have a um, adaptive uh, point of view uh, or a foundational system that allows you to um, uh, have a strong foundation, but also allow your people to uh, be innovative. So, you know, first, I think set set a foundation that allows folks to to be successful. Um, stability allows people to be innovative. Secondarily, you know, communicate your risk appetite up front. Identify the times in which you feel comfortable taking more risk and identify the times in which you um, don't. Be clear on that and allows people to understand where you are. And then third, really, you know, create a framework in which your resources can move and adjust accordingly. Um, if you know that you're going to be uh, as a project or as a firm that you need to balance both the innovation and the stability uh, elements of, of, of the ecosystem, you need to be able to adjust your resources as, as, uh, as the situation warrants. I think these are so great. And it also makes me 
um, I can't not say this, that this is a, a way to develop your team so that they become that leader that is very intentional about these things, which we often forget that we're also being the person that's illustrating the right path. So remember Absolutely. that. It's a good good way of building your leaders into their future leaders. You right. Want. You want a team, you want to surround your people with, uh, surround yourself with people who can handle different situations. And this is a great way to do that. Awesome. Well, I, I think this is a good one. I think these bas- back to basics, I'm learning a lot myself. So thank you, James. Yeah, they're great reminders. Some some really good things to discuss. Yeah. If you think somebody should hear this episode, feel free to share it and just let them know you're thinking about them. We're so glad you were here. Please Follow us on LinkedIn. Send us a a DM on what's on your mind. We'd love to hear from our community. And it just makes us, it makes our day. So make our day. Thanks for being here, James. Susie, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the minds of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. All the links you really need are in the show notes.